Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Ha ha! Good morning. I got the pictures to prove it. In fact, Mr. Bruce Siski, who is honorable, big fish. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice fish. That's a really nice fish. Thank you. I would pay money to catch a fish that nice. I'll pick you up tomorrow morning. <laughs> you know, it's funny how you do that. Russ Francisco joins us. Good morning, Russ. How are you? Pretty good. We're just bragging. Bruce is talking about uh, a nice fish he caught. No, I, that was not a nice fish that I caught. That was about a, a third-pound rock bass. It's a nice rock bass, Russ. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, you know, you travel to Winnie, you go out to Rainy Lake, and then you go to Island Lake, and there's a 17-and-a-half-inch smallie waiting for you. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Island Lake's a good lake. It just takes some time to learn how to do it. It is, yeah. We're finally getting the hang of it. We've been fishing it now about 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a tricky lake. It's got a lot of stuff in it. I just yeah. wish those old Finlanders that cleared the uh, land back in 1910 had trimmed a little more wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it was a time and they were in a hurry. Let's put it that way. That's right. The water was rising. Hurry up. Cut them off at the stump three, four, five feet tall. So yeah. what have you heard about fishing recently, Russell? Which is good. I mean, we haven't had the dog days. We haven't had the, you know, everything you would expect to have happened during the summer. It's been very odd. Uh, weeds are starting to come up pretty good, but I mean, not compared to where they ought to be. They yeah. ought to be fossiled over and dying, and they're still growing. You know, so it's uh, lakes are healthy. Weather's decent. I mean, um, you know, we we're we we're going to start to uh, convert the store after Labor Day a little bit, but it's so busy with summer stuff. We just keep on buying more summer stuff and keep on going. Well, we certainly had some summer. Last weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Um, I, I went fishing with my, my kids, my boys, and uh, to be honest, I overdid it. I I think I got sick from being out in the sunshine. Yeah, I think so. I was out for a few hours. It wasn't too bad, but if you're out all day, that, that's that's a blistering thing, boy. Yeah. yeah, you know you're out there too long when uh, your kids say, we better go home. Yep. I would have said that earlier, but I didn't want to be the party pooper. Yeah, um, uh, that, we noticed water temperatures up at Island Lake anywhere from 73 to 80. Yep, so we finally got warmer water, um, but it but it didn't last very long. The evenings are cool, so uh, the lakes are just cold this year. You know, we just And that's maybe why the fishing is still so good. Uh, they just didn't warm up into the 80s and stuff. But that, so there are some areas where uh, pockets of water that got up in the 80s and, and uh but then you can go across the lake and find 70s, you know. Yeah. So it's a very, very odd year. Lake Spear is warm, you know, all yeah. of a sudden, and and, uh, and so that's that's been decent, and uh, and fishing is still good there. And um, we've, we've had a good we've had a good run of it. And like I say, I don't think it's done. I I, I thought it was people would start to. Um, you know, start to not go and 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 start to put boats away, but uh, not the case. Of course, we had a little bit of a late start. We were just talking about that yesterday. Yeah. People didn't get enough fishing in, so they keep keep on going. And, and like I said, Mother Nature's been kind to us, so uh, we'll uh, we'll keep going as long as she gives us this kind of temperatures. I mean, I this morning it was uh, in Morgan Park. It was 50 degrees, but it was humid and the sun was out. And uh, I'm realizing I'm working outside in a t-shirt. <laughs> and it was comfortable, you know. So it's uh, it's um, it's nice. It's really nice weather. Let's just keep these winds down. That's that's the bugger sometimes it's had a lot of wind too yeah but it's uh, it's been good it's been really good uh so we're, we're going to start to convert the store eventually but uh we'll uh, we'll just have to wait a little bit longer that's okay 
Um, I, I was wondering why the, the lakes weren't heating up like they normally would have done, but then I remembered last week how, criminy, uh, we had seven feet of snow in some areas that had to melt, and that was cold stuff as it oozed. Yeah. yeah, I think the water was colder to start with. I still think the fact that there was not a lot of foliage in the water uh, caused the water not to heat up as fast. Um, and um, and we went a long time before we really had, you know, visible weeds in the water. It was really late for for us, you know. And um, and so it's um, I don't know. There's probably a lot of combination of things, but certainly uh, the lack of uh, the, the lack of uh, you know warmth early on was was part of it. It just got a late start. There's a lot of water in those lakes, you know. And it's it's um, it was uh, you know it, they froze they thawed a little bit late. Um, but I, I still think, you know, the temperatures, you know, in fact, Jason Manning was saying, he said it was a cold summer. I said, oh, it's pretty nice summer overall. And I'm th- started thinking about it. There wasn't very many days at 80, 90 above, except, you know, last weekend and stuff. Most of the time it was in the mid-70s, and so that would stand to reason that the water would be in the mid-70s, you know. Yeah, well, Jason lives right on the water, so he would know. Yep. yep. He also lies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking right at him. He's lying already. He's not even moving his mouth. Wow. <laughs> He says that about me, too. Uh, Lake Superior, uh, how are we doing out there? Good. Fishing's good. Uh, the fish are back off the bottom again, so people are trolling. Uh, you can catch fish just about everywhere if you, if you take the time to, uh, you know, look at your map in the morning. So get up in the morning, especially if it's not cloudy, and, and see where those water temperatures are, and, and then that's where you go fishing, you know. So the trailer boats have it made because they can go out of McQuaid or yeah. Barbers or and go and chase the fish. So, But fishing has been a good summer. been a good summer in Bayfield. Uh uh, big cohos, monster cohos. I mean, we just haven't seen ten pound plus cohos, uh, and uh, and there's several of them been caught. So, and lots of six pounders, lots of five pounders. Coho fishing has been excellent, um, um, and spoon spoon fishing has been pretty simple. It's it's uh, uh, we went to flies and stuff, and they were running meat off the bottom. But most of them catch any fish they want on a spoon right now, so that's been decent. Uh, so it's uh, overall it's been a great summer, and it, like I say, it's not over yet. It's, uh, yep. uh, people just aren't going to give it up, and that's just fine. It's, uh, I'd rather do summer stuff for a while longer anyway. Well, uh, I'm a grouser. I don't know if I'll get out this year or not, but uh, oh, just next weekend is the opening grouse. Yeah. And we just haven't begun, at least not in my neighborhood, haven't begun to change yet, so we'll see see what happens. So it'll be pretty leafy, but that's uh, that's uh, good to get out anyway. Hiking will be good. I, I think uh, we had some rain, but but most of that soaked in, so it should be easy going, you know. Do you, excuse me, I got this throat and I apologize. Uh, Do you handle, well, I know you do, a little bit of uh, fly fishing? Yeah, we do a bunch of fly rods and, and, um, and, uh, you know, we have fly tying supplies and things like that, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have my son, Matt, on in about 10 or 15 minutes. He's into a a thing called spay casting. Yeah, that's a... that's a real talent, and, and there's more of that coming on all the time. People are talking about it. Uh, there's so many ways to fish, you know, and, and as uh, as people learn more from uh, Europe and the West Coast and places like that, uh, you, there's all kinds of ways to fish fish, and it's uh, yeah. and it, I don't know if you'll catch any more fish uh, <laughs> sometimes, but, but it's just fun to try different things. Yeah, well, see what he says about it. There's a, a class, I guess, that he's teaching that he wanted to plug on, so I'm going to do that. All right, some yeah. good deals at Marine General Supply. 
Well, we're still hustling, you know, for summer like we're talking. So I bought a bunch of uh, Garmin uh, 93 SVs. They're uh, $1,199. They're last year's model, but they're the same as this year's except for the menu. Uh, they have the same uh, 50, uh, GT56 transducer that's so famous, uh, and you buy them for 700 bucks. so it's a, it's a pretty good deal. Uh, and then uh, we've got uh, – I'm waiting for a truck to come. We bought a bunch more rod and reel combos. Uh, we'll probably have uh, those in uh, next week because I don't think we'll be able to get them out today. But we'll have $100, $120 uh, rod real combos from uh, 13 probably around 50 bucks uh, so that's a lot of the stuff we bought for black friday it's here early so we're going to put it out early uh we've got uh, uh we've got uh, all kinds of deals on uh, rain gear half price we still have some tubes and stuff out we're going to try and pull those this weekend mm-hmm. but if you want something for next season uh they're half price right now and, and we'll pull them over the weekend and uh, fred's going to start putting boots up and things like that so the conversion will begin if you want half price waiters they got neoprenes both lug sole and felt soles for 75 bucks normally 150 uh, so there's lots of deals out there in the world, and I'm going to keep buying them as, uh, and, and buy as much as I can afford to buy and pass it on to people. You're the best. Uh, Russ Francisco, Marine General Supply, 15th Avenue East, London Road, Upper Side. Keep a tight line, Russ. Thanks. Bye-bye. So, uh, Bruce, you want me to sing Oklahoma again? No, I don't want you to sing anything. <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to preserve your vocal cords. No, that's... Go ahead. Preserve your vocal cords for the task at hand the next 37 minutes. My wife, the nurse, <laughs> says I should exercise them because all week long, Monday, okay, Saturday through Thursday, through Thursday yeah. night, I don't use it. I don't right. talk. I, I got nobody right. to talk so that, to. That's when you need to exercise it. Not here. No, right. This is what you're doing now is enough exercise. You don't need to. Oh, you don't need. 924 at KDAL. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. 927 at KDAL. Some sunshine breaking through here this morning. Finally. Great to see it. And a nice weekend. Maybe some rain chances tomorrow, but otherwise not too shabby. Once again, here's Rick Jordan. With Pat Kukul, and we say good. Howdy, nice to hear your voice. I missed you last week. You missed me because your phone is goofy. Well, <laughs> um, I just, I'm going to plead innocence because I wasn't here. So yeah, no, it wasn't you. Yeah, you for you. It wasn't me. <laughs> we could we could do the old guy since he is indeed older than me, Dave Strand. <laughs> Well, and he's also on vacation, so he can't defend himself. We got him then. It's of his... course, of course. I know how that goes. Just blame the girl. Let's... Yeah, well, no. <laughs> I, I, I've learned I can't do that. Uh, anyway, you'll you'll be okay. We fixed it. I, I'm, I'll get through this. Uh, honey season is on us, Miss Google. So much fun. Uh, we, yeah, it's just great. I mean, it gets... It's just having me lived all. I hate to rehash old stuff, but it's nice to have ammo on the shelf, yeah, the guns to yeah. sell, and uh, and the young ones coming in buying. Well, their parents are buying shotguns and rifles for the upcoming season. It's just a wonderful thing, and uh, we've got you know we're, we're doing pretty well as far as the inventory goes. You're, you never quite have everything everybody wants, but that's just the way retail is. I'm kind of curious mm-hmm. what what kind of. Uh, Shotguns, rifles, are they getting? Are they going with four tens or up to ten gauges? Oh, ten gauge is almost obsolete. Good. Yeah, it, it's almost the twelve gauge three and a half put that to bed. And be honest with you, the 
charm of the three and a half inch 12 gauges is fading. Yeah. I see a definite trend towards the you know 20s, even 28s. For tens, you know, you still have to tell you, you still can't get the ammo. And um, a 20 gauge is probably right now our biggest seller. Um, we, you can do anything with a 20, you can do with a 12. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, in lighter guns, you know, we get, especially with rifles, uh, lighter guns. And I can see that, you know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, people are tired of dragging things through the woods. Well, I, I like the yellow color of the 20 gauge. You like the yellow? That makes yeah. sense. I can yeah. I can see them when I drop them in the weeds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we also, um, you know, we have, you can, they're very effective for that first deer season. Actually, a shot will do it all if, you, if you're shooting at close quarters. You know, 50 yards, a slug will, will definitely do the job on it. So it's the twenty. I'm going to say the twenty gauge has been extremely popular. So you know the you know what still maintains year after year is the sixteen gauge. Old, I don't know if it's yeah. because we carry the ammo all the time or uh-huh. what it is, but uh huh. Is that so, purple purple shell? Oh, it can be. Yeah, it can be. And and they make steel for it. And they make lead for it. They make you know everything for it. Um, but look at, you know, we've got a sweet 16 and an A5. Browning still makes them, and people are lining up for it. So it just still has as long as there's ammo. Ah, the good old um, days. It's good to see that they yeah. didn't disappear. Not entirely. Not entirely. I hope not. I wish some of them would come back. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, your most popular selling gun, then, is 20-gauge? Well, in the shotgun right now, it is. Huh. You know, uh, and then, of course, it's probably neck-to-neck with the 12. <clears throat> um, also, you know, in the rifles, it's all over the place. Uh, it's kind of it's a budget-dependent. We've yeah. seen an increase in the higher-end guns. Uh, but, you know, Savage came out with a new gun. I've just sold it right away. It's, I sell it for under $400. It's a Woodstock, and uh, it's got the rail already, the mounting already in a detachable magazine. For just uh, under 400, we only got one in so far, but uh, you know I think they're going to be a good seller too. It's Savage has always been a leader in yeah. an entry level firearm that works well. You know uh, they've always been. They've gotten into the high end stuff too now, but they've always been there all these years, and they've done a wonderful job of it. And we've got some places that are open uh, right now if people want to hone their skills. Absolutely, you know. Uh, Sporting place, <clears throat> uh, the sporting place. I'm sorry, I got a froggy in my throat. This I know, I I got one growing too. Shoot yeah. this this weekend, and then Superior Trap Club is going to be open in the fall, um, and also, and the after October 14th, uh, the George Constance range will be open every day. Right now, it's open Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturdays. But after the 14th, that would be the 15th of October, it'll be open daily. And they have everything there. They have the breasts, they have the targets, curing protection, everything there. Everything. Uh, and, mm-hmm. of course, you've got United Northern Sportsman, if you remember. It's a good place to shoot. Yeah, absolutely. We're very blessed to have all these wonderful shooting ranges. And, yeah. and my hat's off to the people that run them because it's mostly volunteer. Um, with your throat, my wife suggested I've got the same thing. Sing uh, the the main theme song from Oklahoma. Oh yeah, that'll work. 
You ready? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I've got no. some customers here now. I don't want them to leave. Okay. All right. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> Thank you. Keep you a tight line. Bye-bye. Uh, we got to take a break, and then we'll see about uh, spay casting. What's that? I, I have no idea, but we're going to find out. 933. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. In 936, as the frenzy continues, here's Rick Jordan. We're going to keep it this one in the family. Uh, full disclosure, he is our number two son, and he's a pretty good angler and a pretty good hunter, too. Good morning, Matt Jordan. Good morning. Are you working? No. <laughs> Not today. Okay. Well, your guys up there at Cirrus are listening in there. I can you hear well, them? There's, there's about 30 guys that did come in today, and they are definitely listening. Okay, good. So hi to them. All right. Hi, boys, <laughs> girls. Uh, spay casting. You brought that word home years ago, and I, what the heck yeah. is spay casting? Well, that was actually uh, taught to me by uh, my grandpa, your wife, my mother's dad, <laughs> years really? ago. I did yeah. not know that. Yep. And it was just a, it's not something that I thought would be. I guess something you'd do up here, yeah. um, but I didn't. As a kid, I didn't really fish the Brule River much, and that river is made for that type of, and that type of casting. I think I talked about it last year on your show. Was uh, you use a longer rod, or you can use a short rod too, but it's preferably a longer rod and a heavy line. And it'll, this type of casting allows you to you to um, actually stand next to the wall of trees on the Brule and allow you to make quarter cast downstream as long as you want. As well, as otherwise what? You get hung up in the trees? Yep, you'd be in the trees. So I remember as a kid, you guys dropping me off at the brule all day, and yep. I'd be in the, tr- in, the, in the trees all day. And then I think uh, got in, I was probably 13, 14, and then got into spay casting, and then it was easy to fish after that. So it makes, it makes the, the small rivers that are still kind of big, but have trees down, trees that line the uh, uh, the banks that are real tight. Makes you it allows you to fish. So it's an, a more accurate way to drop your fly. <laughs> to, <laughs> to me, it is. <laughs> uh, so fly fishing and 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 spay casting and skagit casting are all forms of fly fishing. Just normal fly fishing. It's just little variants here and there. And it the more you do it, the more you can uh, hit the tiny little circle on the other side of the river. Um, which I don't know if you could get that good with a spinning rod. You know, I think this fly fishing yeah. allows you to be a little more accurate. Huh. Anybody yeah. who heard my last comment, please delete it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's disgusting. Your mother is listening. <laughs> well, yeah. And then we have the spay clave tomorrow, Saturday, yeah. up on the Brule River. And that starts at 11 o'clock, and people can show up as early as they want and try out rods. But the presentations start at 11. And then there's a really nice lunch that the Lake Superior Steelhead Association is buying for everybody and, and serving. And there's going to be – you can bring your dogs, you can bring family and kids and all that, and it's, it's going to be really neat. we got really good presenters and casters and expert fishermen down there, and there'll be booths with rods and reels and fly tying stuff and people – casting out in the river it's kind of neat where will this be uh, is this like at the oh. head of the you know by the uh, parking lot or something no this is actually down at the mcneil's landing there's an oh. old homestead house yeah. there 
it's beautiful. It's a three-story home, and it's been there since the late 1800s, and it's got this huge field and farm right next to the river, and the, the grass is right next to the river, and people, and there's like a little, there's like an area where you can have like a, a like a hill with a presentation so everybody can see. It's pretty neat. Good. Uh, what does this cost? It's absolutely free. That's right. But, yeah. but, but, uh, but my, uh, one of my best friends, Mike Piton, is the president of the Lake Superior Steelhead Association. He would uh, he would recommend that anybody that came to please sign up for the LSSA. Yo, well, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how have you done on the river this year? Well, I've only fished uh, one time, ah. uh, but uh, they right about now is when they the the big fish, the migratory fish, start running. The big brown trout that live in the lake. Uh, and the steelhead that live in Lake start running up the river and making home for the next six, seven months. Do you remember the first uh, time you caught a fish on a fly rod? Yes. Uh, a little sucker? sucker? 1987. Uh, 87, 88, yeah. Yeah. You and your grandpa. Your grandpa was so yep. excited that you caught. Yep. The bad part was is having to climb down all those hills on the North Shore. Yeah, I believe you fell in, didn't you? <laughs> Of course. All right. Hey, we got to run. Thank you. Hey, is there a phone number uh, to call if people need more information? Uh, I would say to go to Facebook and go to the Lake Superior Steelhead Association uh, Facebook page or their, or go to the website, LSSA, and then just search around there. You'll see cool stuff. Thanks, Matt. Thank Appreciate you. It. Matt Jordan. Appreciate it. Um, I should have known nobody has a phone call to call. You go on this <laughs> computer right here. Pretty much every time. Uh, yeah. That's how it is now. All right. We'll be right back. 9.43 is our time, KDAL. What, what was that, Rick? Favorite song. Well, Dire Straits, yeah. Just happened to be what played. Thank you. I didn't know you liked it so much. Oh, I would have yeah. pulled up played the whole thing. Well, that in Oklahoma. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, Johnny you... Charleston, please save me from this. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I have a bad throat right now. Oh. And I don't have any gargle stuff, so my wife said I should sing to uh, activate my vocal cords. <laughs> and, I, and I told him, I think she meant like he's supposed to sing when he's not already talking. Yeah, just in the shower. That works too, yeah. Or hot tub in my case. There you go. But I was singing Oklahoma and I apparently offended people. <laughs> well, all right. Something about their football team, I guess. Johnny, how's fishing been? What have you heard? It's been weird. Oh. Um... The fall stuff is starting to kick in. Uh, we have good reports from guys bumping into the crappies on Fish Lake, and that's that's kind of cool. And then, of course, I think you were talking to Francisco a bit earlier, and he was talking about the big cohos. And I don't, I didn't, I didn't catch him mentioning it, but um, I, I believe we now have a new state record. I don't even remember what the old one was, but I heard uh, 10 pounds, 6 ounce is the new state record coho, and that's been caught just in the last couple of days. Now, was that so, in Wisconsin or Minnesota? I believe that's Minnesota. I think I saw that picture the other day in uh, in uh, paper, newspaper. Did that just happen? Like, it happened like twice in three days or something. Yeah, because there, there's, there's a year class of cohos and that are... In that ten plus pound range, and uh, if if someone really wants a chance at catching 
a new state record, there's probably one that's going to pass that other one by three more ounces. Wow. Uh, so get out there and troll because this, this is an opportunity that I haven't seen in my lifetime to, to see cohos in front of uh, Duluth that are, are the same size as the ones you get up in Alaska. I don't know what's going on, but let it happen. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, nice article the other day in the paper about the uh, uh, crossbows. Yeah, that was that was real fun. That was uh, it was fun getting the newspaper guys up here, and and I I uh, had a bow set up, and I made uh, the the guy taking the pictures shoot the bow, and the reporter shoot the bow, and then I I shot it in front of them too, and it, it was a real good time. Good. Who did better? Uh, I well, that's the with these modern crossbows, it's just too darn easy. I think all three of us put one right dead center in the in the bullseye. Really? So, so it's uh if these these modern crossbows, um, you, you you put one of those on a bench so it's nice and steady, and you're looking through a a, a beautiful uh, scope and it's. Yeah. It's. I, I think I can shoot that crossbow better than a thirty odd six. Ooh, boy. Uh, what are your hours for archery? Archery opens up every morning at nine, closes at uh, eight, seven on Sundays. And minnows, leeches, and crawlers. Minnows and uh, leeches are gone, but uh, your minnows and crawlers uh, every morning at six, and then uh, close at eight. Uh, Seventeen and a half inch smallmouth bass, Island Lake minnow. Yes, seventeen and a half. Wow, what's that like a five pounder? That's a, that's I we, I just guessed it. It was probably twenty pounds. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. All right, I will be right yes, back. Have a great day. Thanks, honey. My goodness, <laughs> yeah, you just never stop. It's amazing. Nine forty-eight. More to come in the frenzy on KDAL. Nine forty-eight. Our time. The frenzy continues once again. Here's the great Rick Jordan. Wow. I think uh, you're talking about the wrong Jordan. The great one there was Matt. Well, why would well, I took the shot at you earlier. I figured I had to make up for it a little bit. <laughs> Dave Miller, you ever heard of spay casting? Mm, well, I think I saw some of that on TV, kind of where you, is that where you bend the rod back and then shoot the lure off? Right, something like that. My, I had my son on a little while ago. He's a, uh avid fly angler, and uh, I still don't know. You know these the guys that I saw were fishing bass and they were they were shooting these things in underneath people's docks yeah. and their boat lifts and stuff and it, it was amazing how how you know accurate and whatever those guys could do that but it's uh, yep. it's a technique for sure yeah that was the idea of where how the whoever developed it and uh, yeah you could put it on a lily pad if you wanted to I yeah. thought you just kind of flopped it out there and hope for the best. So yeah. what have you been up to? You've been fishing, walking, hiking? Well, I was thinking about it just a minute ago. Yesterday was the first day that I put a jacket on since <laughs> I can remember. And and so, the, you know, the temperatures are changing, but coming up tonight, well, actually it started already this morning, but there's that fall trail race up the North Shore where they, they, the 100-milers start at Gooseberry, the 50-milers start at Finland, and the marathon runners start further up, and they all finish at Lutzen. And mm-hmm. So I'm uh, I'm packing up to go up there and do communications at uh, uh, Crosby-Manitou State Park, which oh, yeah. is 
been a favorite, favorite spot for me for a long time. And Pretty area. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that's uh, that's going to be an all-nighter up there for that. Uh, you get it's mile 62 for the hundred milers, and and they they come in all night, and then just just as the sun's coming up, the 50 milers come through like a herd of gazelles, and 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 then we get them through and pack up and head home. I kind of like the way they did that that marathon long swim. Uh, you do a couple of miles, then I'll do a couple of miles, and then uh, Dave will do 20 miles, you know, like that. That's cool. Yeah, and I'll run the boat. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right. Yeah, but, you know, the, more than anything else, the weather is definitely changing, and, and, and we're seeing it at the store. Um, you know, the guys that are working outside are coming in looking for, for, for warmer Carhartt kind of stuff, and, and we're, we're trying to get out all of the – the, I think all, I call it the hunting boots are out now. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of kids' stuff in now, kids' uh, winter clothing, and unpacking. I mean, the semis just keep coming, and 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 uh, we're unpacking stuff, but trying to get long underwear out, um, the, the the all the Columbia North Face, I think. And, and I'm not even sure right now exactly what we've gotten in so far, and, and it, by far we're not set up, but... But we're changing, and but we also still got our final markdown closeout stuff going on. All the Columbia North Face and Under Armour Summer stuff. So, um, but it's uh, it's it's <laughs> things are changing. But this is the absolute best time of the year that you could possibly have right now. What are your hours at Northwest Outlet? We are open uh, Monday through Friday, uh, Monday through Friday, nine until six. Saturday, nine to five thirty. We're closed on Sundays, and uh, folks, yeah, this is the time you just got to get out, have fun, get the kids out, check for ticks, and have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you. Good. Thank you very much. I got a note here, if I can read it. Um, this was just left by one of the uh, early, I think Neil left this, uh, for the second annual Lions Strides for Diabetes. They're going to have a rally. It'll be held Saturday, uh, tomorrow. The ninth already? Is it? The yeah, ninth yeah, it's the ninth tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So uh, you might want to tap online and see what we do. I think they meet at Saints, Saint Scholastic. Yep, Camp. and see, uh, Duluth Lions Club's got all the uh, details. There's uh, guest speakers. They're going to be uh, checking people's glucose for free because the the idea here is that you know eight out of ten people who have prediabetes don't know it. So they're trying to get people out in front of me and more aware of, of diabetes and the problems it can cause. So I just had my annual physical earlier this week. I'm okay. Good. Except he left me with this throat. Except he told you to sing, apparently. Oklahoma. 9.53 at KDAL. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. 9.55 is our time. As we wind down the frenzy on this Friday morning one more time, here's Rick Jordan. Winding down the frenzy and winding up Matt King at Fisherman's Corner. Top of the morning, Matt. How are you doing today? Pretty good. What have you heard about fishing around your area? Uh, you know, I'm pretty decent still. Uh, getting some guys, I just had someone in here. He was uh, getting some fish on some crankbaits. Uh, so he was in buying a few more crankbaits on uh, some of the local lakes. Um, crankbaits, a uh, vis-a-vis live bait, which would you t- use? You know, um, this time of the year, there's some pretty good action. You can get trolling them, uh, you know, rapplas and such like that and uh, catch some pretty nice fish. Um, so 
I, I would do a little bit of both, but yeah. I, I, I kind of like fishing crankbaits this time of the year. Um, there's some lakes, you know, uh, Island Lake, Boulder Lake, those lakes where you can do pretty good with crankbaits right now. And you get exercise if you're not trolling, you're casting accurately. Yep, exactly. And uh, now you do some pretty good, uh, catch some pretty nice fish. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hunting season, boy, it's on the doorstep. Oh, yeah, this morning when I woke up, it felt like uh, <laughs> felt like fall was in the air, didn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah, and uh, so... Yeah, for sure. We're and and we got uh, you know everything. Uh, we're kind of doing a deal. We got about a week and a half here until bird season, archery season opens up. So uh, we've got all of our camel, blaze orange, uh, decoys, stands, chairs, you name it, hats, gloves. It's all on sale, twenty uh, percent off uh, and ten percent. And we've got some end of the year fishing stuff on sale yet to thirty uh, percent. And I got all the boots and waders on sale. So we're ready for fall. Uh, like you said, uh, I've been getting up in the morning, and boy, is it feeling like uh, fall is here. It's crispy down there at 49, 50 degrees. Yeah, and the leaves are starting to change. I know. I just noticed that. But uh, I'm still hearing some grouse fluttering in our yard. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, from what I'm hearing by people who have been out in the woods and you know, with all that snow last winter, they had a pretty good winter, so the grouse season should be pretty good. Yeah. Do you have them up around your neighborhood? I do. Yep, yep. I see them quite often on my driveway and uh, uh, once in a while in the yard, but I think they realize that I got two labs running around out there, so <laughs> they try to stay out of the yard. Yeah, my lab, uh, I've got a 12-year-old lab, and she's just a darling. Uh, she's made for petting, but... Uh, she doesn't like squirrels, and she is a squirrel dog. Oh, yeah. And she's cleaning out the, the area. Yeah, my, my female, she's like that. She don't like anything coming in her yard. She's chasing the squirrels, birds, you name it, rabbits. Uh, the male, he's more a uh, little bit different about uh, bears and deer and stuff like that. He doesn't like that stuff coming around. Wow. Don't attack the bear. No, I had one of my old labs. Uh, he did that one day. Uh, I don't think he realized what was going on, but uh, oh. the bears were out there. It was dark in the morning. We let him out, and he went running down. Uh, my wife let him out, actually. He went running down around the corner of the house, and all she heard was a yelp, and he came running back, and he had uh, uh, big claw marks right on his hind end there where I think he got swatted. I oh. think what it was is the cub was back there, oh. and the cub took off, and she came out of the woods and whammo, and uh, just swiped him. Wow. Uh, you know, <laughs> wow. he, he came running back, uh, you know, realized, uh, well, I'm not going to mess with that animal. I learned well, a lesson. Yes, he did. We're all sure. learning life lessons. Yeah. Hey, Matt, it's fun. Uh, quick hours. Yeah, uh, we are uh, 8 to 7. Uh, Monday through Saturday and Sunday we're 8 to 6 um, you can find us 218-729-5369 have a good weekend thank you Matt King at Fisherman's Corner <laughs> close by Pike Lake uh, nice landing by the way if you haven't seen the Pike Lake landing for a while pretty good we got a scoot we got a scoot thank you Bruce for um, whatever you did uh, thank you for oh, being you or don't Nancy, I'm so sorry you have to deal with this now. Bruce Siski shows next after CBS News.